You are now listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. believe you got me watching this you better fucking, fucking you thing again. better believe it the the cinema the tour de force <laughs> that is geely we're gonna look back on geely um in 30 years as just the height of cinema <laughs> whether you like it or not it's gonna happen so let's get on board now oh my god let's get out in front of geely Hi, folks. Welcome to Cult Cinema Catacombs, and welcome to our second of three episodes. That's right, we're doing three episodes for the month of April. Um, and um, before we get to the train wreck, uh, I just want to uh, say that Andy, you know how I always will get Andy to buy movies? I'm like, just sight on scene. Just like, dude, you need to buy this. Yeah, I'm buy very... I'm very um... I'm very persuadable in <laughs> well, that you've, respect. You've done that to me now. Have I? Yes, with Killer Goats. Oh, did you buy it? Yes, I'm waiting Holy for it shit. to arrive. We are going to do it on this show. <laughs> it could be a special episode. I don't give a shit, but we have to talk about this movie. I have so many questions about this movie. Just the way oh, you Oh, I'm so excited right now. The way you just kept raving and raving and raving when oh. they finally... When they finally did their second wave of pre-orders for the Blu-ray, Blu-ray, I went, okay, fine. I will sink the $15 into this $15. film, sight unseen. $15, and I guarantee you, you will get $30 worth of value out of this movie. <laughs> so, so, Oh, yes. my God. So congratulations. The shoe officially went on the other foot, and you got me to buy a movie, sight unseen. Uh, well, this is actually the second time you've done that. But the first time you did it, though, you didn't really need to persuade me uh, because it was the sequel to the WNUF Halloween special. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I really just had to tell you it was out. For that, so. Yeah, there's a difference. I just had to say it's out now. And you were like, yup, okay. <laughs> no, this one, Roy, I can't tell you how excited I am for you to see this movie. <laughs> I can't. There's so many questions I have, and I don't want to say a thing. I don't want to say a thing about it because I will spoil something that is so outlandish that it doesn't make any sense. You watching this movie, I feel the same way that both of us did when we watched that movie they put on Shutter about the woman who survived the plane crash. Oh, God, what was the name of that one? It was... Uh... You're, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, and I can't remember the name of it. What was that one? It was, uh, shit, I can't remember now. 
it's okay because the way the what the way I feel about this this movie is like the way we watched that where every scene it was like what the what what is no what how did he get in no, there's a mannequin there what is happening like that's the way I watched this movie and you're gonna watch and I'm so excited for this like this brings me so much joy to know that you bought this thing so excellent. <sighs> But can't wait to talk about it. And I'm sure you can't wait to watch me break down from having to have to watch this fucking movie Geely again in my life. I've seen I've seen it once and I swore I would never, ever see it again. And now look, you got I wish me you would have told me that purpose. in advance so I could have felt a lot more vindictive when I said we were doing it. <laughs> How can you not? This movie has Justin Bartha in it. You love so, Justin Bartha. Everybody loves Justin Bartha. <laughs> What, so I, I've got, so I've got a question. What made you decide to do this goddamn movie? <laughs> um, a, I had never seen it. B, it is a, it is, it is whether we like it or not, it is a cult movie. Uh, and C, I knew you would hate it. I knew <laughs> in my heart that you would dissolve, like. Like Margaret Hamilton getting water thrown on her into a puddle. So those were my three in that order. I'd never seen it. I knew it was a cult movie that we have, we were probably never going to do unless I foisted it upon us. And three, I knew that you would absolutely throw a fit. And there is a certain part of enjoyment that I have when you get angry about something. I think it's really funny. So I wanted to do it. Well, it was nominated for 10 <laughs> Razzie Awards. And it won seven out of the ten, if that tells you anything. Uh, Here here are the Razzie Awards that Geely won. Yes. Uh, Geely won the Razzie Award for Worst Comedy of Our First 25 Years. Okay. (laughs) It won Worst Picture. Sure. Uh, It won Worst Actor for Ben Affleck, but he shared that award for Worst Actor with Daredevil and Paycheck. See, that's not fair. Ben uh, Affleck is a national treasure. <laughs> it won Worst Actress for Jennifer Lopez. Uh, ben, Affleck, ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez won Worst On-Screen Couple. And uh, writer-director Martin Brest won Worst Screenplay and Worst Director. The uh, awards that it did not win that it was nominated for were Worst Supporting Actor for both Al Pacino and Christopher Walken. And worst supporting actress for Lainey Kazan, uh, who, like I mentioned on our, our last episode uh, from last month, is a reunion for us because she was the horny Jewish woman eating the shrimp yeah. in Liquid Sky. Yeah, she's an so, icon. <laughs> so, so, so she's back. I, you know, when she's busy not, you know, starring in my big fat Greek wedding movies she's doing Geely because she's got to pay the bills here it is here's a list of worst picture razzie winners and i'm just gonna run the, i'm gonna run some of the list can't stop the music banger mommy dearest banger <laughs> bolero banger <laughs> rambo first blood part two absolute banger howard the duck should have won the oscar under a cherry moon one that's I'm just going to say it in that voice. Cocktail. <laughs> kiss my ass. Cocktail. Are you kidding me? Final Frontier. Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Hudson Hawk. 
Come on. <laughs> Come on. Strip tease? Showgirls, Roy. This is not a you can't you can't judge the color of a duck by the water in its ass. <laughs> what? You heard it, yeah. I said it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the Razzies get it right about as many times as the Oscars do. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. So, so just to make sure I got that quote again, you said you yeah, can't judge the color of a duck. I'm typing this down for prosperity. Color of a duck's feathers. Color of a duck's feathers. Yep. By the water in its ass. That's exactly it. Yes, you nailed it. Great. Good job. Wow. The love guru. Well, that one deserves it. <laughs> oh, I, I have a problem with Twilight uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2 being on here. I'll just say that up front. <laughs> I, I, they got it right with Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas. We talked about yeah. that on the show. Yeah, they, they got they, that, they one right. that one right. Well, I will let you know right now, based on the fact that I have seen this movie and I saw it when it was in the theater, they got it right with this one, too. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, this 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 one's bad. Um <laughs> So much so that when I was living in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, uh, this radio station called uh, Z95.7 on opening weekend was asking people to come in and present that they had a film ticket to go see Geely and they would refund you the cost of your film ticket and give you a T-shirt that said, I survived Geely. I wonder if you can still buy those. <laughs> like on eBay or something. Um, I, I wonder how many people actually went in and did it. Um, it would be interesting to know if anybody actually went in and claimed that, you know, on purpose that they went to go see G Lee. Well, because I'm I'm doing this to you, right? I'm I'm inflicting this pain on you. I know that you said you're going to rent the movie. And that's fine. I'm going to buy it physically and have oh, it. Oh, by God. You I, I have to man. because I'm, 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 I am putting this on you. So <laughs> I have to buy this to own it because I'm inflicting damage on you. So <laughs> I will have it in my collection on my on my Colt Cinema Catacombs shelf. Oh, along, you poor man. Along with Permudos and uh, <laughs> New York Ninja and a... Uh, a VHS copy of Herbie Goes Bananas. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I mean, the film cost $75.6 million to make. It grossed $7.2 million. It is widely regarded as one of the worst films ever made, so much so that even Halle Berry refused to make this movie. Uh, because she w- wanted to make X2 instead, so the role went to Jennifer Lopez. They paid her $12 million, J-Lo, to be in this movie. $12 million. Um, I will let you know right now that the original ending of the movie, um, uh, it was going to have Ben Affleck get murdered, but sure. apparently a test audience hated that ending, so they didn't go with that ending. Uh, okay. and, and yes, Ben Affleck is the titular Geely, not Jennifer Lopez. Sure. His name is like Johnny Geely or something like that. Larry Geely, yeah. Okay. And the film currently has a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. So not exactly, you know, 
Not the worst we've seen. Not the worst we've seen. It's not like staying alive, where staying alive is at zero percent for good reason. Uh, it's you know instead we've got a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's got the same score as Troll Two. And I love Troll Two. Yeah, so but if this is as good as Troll Two. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy. Well, are we ready to subject ourselves to this? Yes, let's watch Julie. <laughs> Words I never thought I would hear anyone say. I'm done talking about this. how good this movie is. Let's just get down to it. All right, folks. Stop we... gushing about Geely, Roy. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> we'll be right back after we're done watching Geely. God help me. Sometimes I think you're involved with bad things. Are you? Oh, my. Beneath a rugged exterior... Larry Sheely was a nice guy. Are you? Get on me. I'm going to be fine. Putting on a good show. That's professional. He's just been given his big break. There's a certain witness with psychological defects. <laughs> and I want him held on to. But he's about to get... <laughs> he's kidding. He's kidding. An even bigger surprise. Hello. I'm sorry. Do we know each other? Not yet. I guess Lewis would feel more comfortable if there were two independent contractors working on this. I want you to work with her, and I want you to watch her. She will be watching you. Let me tell you something. In every relationship, there's a bull and a cow. I'm the bull. You're the cow. You got that? Yeah, I got it. Bull cow. Read to me, Larry. What? Oh, come on, Larry. Read to him. I got nothing here. You don't have a book. For well over a century, the adventurous flavor of Tabasco sauce has fired up generations of thrill seekers. Okay? That's good. If you want to, you can, you know, take half of my bed. That's very kind of you. I'd love to. I'll do the whole thing professionally. This may be a good time to suggest that you not allow the seeds of cruel hope to sprout in your soul. I don't know what that means, but it sounds beautiful. It means you're not my type. Good night. Good night. Now, the more they deny it. Are you and Larry, sweetheart? Ma. I hope so. She's gorgeous. She thinks I'm beautiful. Yeah, she's blind to one eye. <laughs> they resist it. A woman is beautiful. Now don't get yourself all tied in a knot. The longer they fake it. Why are you driving me crazy? I don't even know why I had a crush on you back a long time ago when I first met you. The stronger it becomes. What is it you're so sad about? I got this beautiful, sexy, unattainable girl sleeping in a bed right next to me. This is driving me crazy. I need you to get there. Everything's changed. I got a confession. I think we're good together. Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. Every relationship has a fall in a cow, huh? That's right. Gigli. New, my best Charmin ever. Charmin Ultra Double Roll. Hi there, fun seekers. Are you looking for cinema that is absolutely 100% independently made, but also extremely unique and outside of the box? Well, look no further than Troma Pictures and the Troma Now streaming service. Watch.troma.com is your home for everything from Roy Kaufman and his band of very fun individuals. Everything from the Toxic Avenger and beyond at your fingertips. Only $4.99 a month, but your first 30 days are free. Did I say free? Yes, they're free. So what are you waiting for? Go to watch.trauma.com and sign up. Also available on your Apple and Android devices, on the Roku stick, and also on the Fire Stick. 
Let's get freaky! I know there's no way to enter this movie in any kind of fashion that's going to be a clean, here's your cut, and the movie. we're talking about the movie now, because there's a scene in it with a graphic uh, verbal depiction of a vagina and a penis. <laughs> like, like insane. Like, I have read less erotic fan fiction on Tumblr <laughs> than what... <laughs> JLo says about her mouth and the vagina at the, while doing yoga uh-huh. and, and Ben Affleck having recently raided Vince Vaughn's wardrobe um, standing against a weird fireplace in his house talking about his throbbing manhood what okay yeah good I'm glad but, I'm glad but, don't, for, but don't forget prior to that he's mansplaining being a lesbian to the lesbian he's the mansplaining <laughs> this movie <laughs> is about you Ben Affleck it. not you being it. able to handle the idea of a lesbian. You picked this movie. Hey, I'm glad I did. Come at me. I'm glad I picked it. I got to watch a movie that rom-commed to Close to the Sun. And it's waxen wings burnt and it crashed to the earth. It was a perfect, it was a perfect storm of a time period. Um, the writing, the acting, and the stars they got to choose to be in it all colliding at the same time and destroying a universe. It was <laughs> magical to watch. Uh, it was awful. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But also, also, Matt, if you haven't seen this movie, I'm going to recommend you see it because you're going to see the death of hope. And, and everybody should look that in the eye at one point in their life. Yeah, it's, it just seems like, I mean, you nailed it when you said uh, when you texted me that everybody is acting in a different movie because they are. They are. Everyone is not in the same movie in this thing. And it hit, it, it, I mean, we've seen some problematic shit on this show, but, oh, what I was fearing riding the bus with my sister was going to be was what this movie was, where, and, they, where they handled the autism for laughs. Yeah, severely mental, disa- mental disability for laughs, but also, and this might be a shocking revelation for me most likely the least problematic part of this movie (laughs) yeah which is Um, saying a lot about this film because yeah i mean because he's basically i i described his performance as imagine if the character rain man was being played by johnny knoxville and that's how subtle it is i mean he he he, they go total r he better be glad he got national treasure after this movie better be glad any of these people got anything after this (laughs) and here's the thing about ben affleck let me just uh, about ben affleck acting or i don't i haven't met him so maybe it's in real life too i am uncomfortable watching him in just about anything there are two roles that i am not uncomfortable watching ben affleck in one was the accountant which god damn it Make the spinoff. You guys were talking about the sequel. Make the sequel. I actually really, really enjoy that movie. I that movie resonates with me. The second one is him as Batman. 
everything else I've ever seen Ben Affleck in, it's 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 like a lima bean crawled up my butt and started sprouting. Is the way it feels <laughs> when I watch him. Mall rats. The one about him smart. Um, the one about him um, bought a zoo. I know it's Mark. Shut up. I know who it is. Anything else that he's been in has just I, it makes my skin crawl, including this movie. <laughs> he also aged 45 years directly after this movie. I don't know if you know that. Or not. And um, OK, Let, let's God, how are we going to decide this? Go we, liter- we literally did this month go from. An extremely fun movie with Wacko. Yes. To a cringefully painful experience with the legends of the superheroes to a movie that inspired me to have nightmares. No exaggeration. I I, I had a nightmare from Geely. And it's not a scary movie. And I mean this movie is a Jesus. comedy. I'm asking. It's supposed I mean, to be a comedy, and I never laughed once because all the comedy was around two su- subjects. One, the fact that the kid is autistic, and yeah. two, Ben Affleck losing the fact, his pull over the fact that he can't have sex with a lesbian. The fact that you know Ben, and I think the problem with the movie more than anything is that I've never seen a more problematic movie that was made in the two thousands. In 2023, like that, I, everything and a lot because there was a lot of them in the 2000s, and we've watched some of them. Yeah, and this one, because of the way Ben Affleck is acting, because of the script he was given, it's very, very manosphere incel adjacent behavior. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what Jennifer Lopez is doing. <laughs> um. We have the mental Ill, we have the mental disability angle in this, which for the time period, keep in mind this. What year did The Ringer come out? Do you remember that? Oh God, what year did The Ringer come out? Um, I think it was after this movie, to be quite honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all of these tropes from the 2000s that are so painful to watch now because there were everything wrong with that time period are jammed into this movie. Then yeah. you couple that with the fact that I'm pretty sure Walken and De- and De Niro are in the same movie, but it's not the same movie that Affleck, Lopez, and um, what's his name? I can never remember his uh, National Treasure are in. Well, I mean, Walken... Walken looked like he would did not want to be there. It was like he was like forced to do this movie. Meanwhile, I was waiting for Al Pacino to start singing about his Dunkachino with his performance in this yeah. film. Yeah, like I mean, in this movie, this comedy movie, Christopher Walken busts into a room and gives a monologue. Um Gangs a of New York style monologue, basically. problematic monologue because you realize he's talking to the mentally disabled person the whole time. Yeah. Um, but it is very much Goodfellas, Scarface, uh, Serpico, like that level of crime drama that he's delivering. Yeah, like I said, it, it, it's almost as if she's like, oh, so this is a sequel to King of New York. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. To the yeah. point where I think Ben Affleck was actually confused in the take. 
Like, I really think... <laughs> he, was, he wasn't acting? That was real? Yeah, I think he was... Because he shouldn't have been confused in the take. Like, he, that's not the way he would have reacted. But I think what happened was Walken came in and gave that delivery. And they're like, yep, okay, we'll, we'll take that one. And Affleck's just confused as shit. In well, any he, scene with both of them in it, the tight shots are not the, the, were not shot at the same time. They were in a well, different take. Even um, J-Lo's reactions were like... Uh, so this is happening? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they happened at the same time. And whoever was playing, uh, like you said, uh, it looks like uh, Jim Brewer got stung by a bunch of bees. Yes. Um, wh- whoever was playing uh, Ben Affleck's boss um, was in maybe even a different movie. I don't think it was the same movie. The only scene that was vaguely funny was the opening scene in the laundromat. That was it. See, if the movie would have been more like that, it probably would have been different. But no, it it abandoned everything that happened in that scene. Yeah. And instead went more for, um, well, what what if the movie Radio was a comedy? But not funny. But not funny. And at the same time, like I messaged you, it seemed like that with this movie was like some someone from The Sopranos walked in. And said, you know what, Let, let's remake Chase and Amy, but get rid of all of, of that comic book shit and replace it with gangsters. So the, the and that's your movie. The basic plot of this movie is Ben Affleck is a is a fixer. He's a tough guy for the for the mob. Um, and, and I love the fact that he had like this incredibly annoying Jersey accent yes. in Southern California. Yes. Well, they, <laughs> how many of them did? Um, and he is tasked with kidnapping the brother of a DA uh, mm-hmm. because uh, the mafia was going up on trial and they were trying to uh, tough him out of um, of testifying. So he does this and then takes him back to his apartment, um, at which time Jennifer Lopez shows up because – Ben Affleck's bosses wanted two people to do, to to be involved in this as a checks and balances system. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the setup. Then there's this weird sexual tension between Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, which is never never sexual. It's just tension. But I only set that up to say this. There's a scene in this movie where there's a knock at Ben Affleck's door. The door opens. A woman we have never met or has never been mentioned walks in, says she's Jennifer Lopez's girlfriend. Um, to which Jennifer the, Lopez is like, no, we broke up. Yeah. Which at what at which point she throws a giant like like fit, which we now know is a manic depressive episode in this movie. That's a comedy walks into the kitchen apropos of nothing, grabs a kitchen knife and slits her wrists. Yeah. In this comedy. Movie, no setup, no no knowledge that this is going to you know no foreshadowing. It just happens. And then and then when they take her to the hospital, Ben Affleck's character uses this opportunity to after verbally abusing the living shit out of the DA's brother, have a heart to heart moment with oh, yeah, he's growing the DA's brother by teaching him how to hit on women. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're supposed to see that he's growing as a person in the company 
of the DA's brother, right? Like there's uh-huh. a scene where the DA's brother's super into like old old school hip hop, and he's in the kitchen doing old school hip hop songs, and he walks in and Ben Affleck's like, ah, get out of here, you get you, you crazy kid. It's gross. This whole movie is gross. But again, you should watch it. He's obsessed. You should watch with, it because he, he's the disintegration with, of cinema. He's obsessed with uh, old school hip hop and with Baywatch because remember the whole. Obsessed driving point of this whole thing is I, I go to Baywatch. You take me to Baywatch. We, we are going to de- I need to go get a new toilet seat for the toilet. Go to Baywatch. You know, basically. Yeah, it definitely had rings of riding the bus with my sister. Yeah. And again, the worst people in the movie are the people directly around them. Like, it's almost the same movie in that respect. Like it's it's a hard movie to watch. There is really no is. redemption in the entire movie. No, none of the characters are redeemable whatsoever. Because I mean, the the moral of the story is, if you are a straight guy and you are persistent enough, you can turn somebody, you can turn a woman from being a lesbian into a straight woman. Because <laughs> that's exactly what. Ha- spoiler alert! That's what happens. Because yeah. she she even says to him, "I don't know how you did it." But you did it. And I was like, oh, because she fi- she got the dick in her and the dick was so good that now she's going to go ahead and continue to let his dick enter her. How did she what, describe how, what it? What was it? A sea cucumber? Her His sea cucumber enter in her pleasantly plump lips that men are attracted to, which is the reason why. When it comes to sex, the first thing we want to do is kiss the lips because it reminds us of the lips of the vagina. Where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> this whole movie is hard. it's a it's a it's a challenging movie. It is a challenging movie to watch, and we have watched some challenging movies. And I refuse to believe this movie cost seventy million dollars, even with the star power that this movie had. It had to all go to. It had to all go to. Affleck and JLo. And then, you know, probably, probably for the one day on set that Walker oh, yeah. and Pacino were there. Yeah, because Pacino was probably like, I don't know the script. I don't know. Um, buy me a boat. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or something. Right. Build another wing of my mansion and we'll talk. God. <laughs> Yeah, this film just choices the movie. I'm glad. It really is. Choices I'm the glad. Movie. I'm still glad we watched it. Oh, I, I can't recommend this movie. I, I mean, this, it, now, listen, twice in my life that I've experienced this thing. Never again. <laughs> if you want to watch a literal train wreck, and that's what it is. We call a lot of things train wrecks. This is a this is a true train wreck. Yes, a literal train wreck. <laughs> I am suggesting that you watch it based on the premise that you get to see the the death of hope in this movie. <laughs> like I mean, this movie is real life faces of death. Like they face the most of faces of death. This is a real movie that was made. I want the I really want a documentary on the making of this movie. And Very the thing badly. is 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 like is like for the is it just me or did the last fifteen minutes of this movie suddenly turn into a Hallmark channel? Oh, it did. Oh, it did. 
Well, that's because it, it from the male gaze, Ben Affleck got what he wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, Ben Affleck's character totally won in this film. He got everything that he wanted. He 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 slept with the lesbian. He turned her into uh, his girlfriend. Um, he he got the the kid with autism to like him, and he got his life saved. There is a scene in this movie where they're all in the car driving together, and Ben Affleck literally breaks down crying because he can't have sex with. Jayla. Mm-hmm. He's crying because he can't get what he wants. This movie is insane. Yeah. It is it is insane. It really is. And we can't leave this discussion about this oh. film with, without talking about Geely's mother. Okay. <laughs> sure. Because as we mentioned before, <clears throat> It it stars our our beloved uh God I can't remember her name now but she was in she was in Liquid Sky as the Jewish woman who wanted to have sex with the German man while eating shrimp. Sure. So um we have her return. Let me get her, let me get the actress's name real quick here. So um and again I still can't believe Justin Bartha out of all of them that he was the one who survived the most. But um. Lainey Kazan, that's her name, Lady yeah. Kazan. So Lainey Kazan comes back as Geely's mom, who apparently she calls him over because she needs help with her insulin or something. Yeah, uh, we get, we're introduced to her ass immediately. Yeah, first thing we see is is her ass and a thong. Um, and she mistakens G, uh, she mistakens you know, Jennifer Lopez of to being a new girlfriend. And when she finds out that she's a lesbian, then mom starts talking about all of her lesbian experiences in college, in college, in front of G Lee. And I'm like, oh, dear. And I'm, th- I'm going, is she where's the shrimp? Is, why is she not talking about these lesbians experiences without her jumbo shrimp? Well, but think about what that sets up, right? Like she had been Affleck. Mm-hmm. So lesbianism is a phase. Mm-hmm. You just got to get her out of the phase. You just got to get her. You just got to find the right dick. And Ben Affleck's sea cucumber is the right dick. Uh, damn it. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Holy shit. We survived um, it. It's bad. It's real. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Including movies like Permutos. It's, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, at we... least Permutos was honest at what it was trying to achieve. <laughs> this movie, again, I, I don't know who. I hope whoever, like, was giving notes got fired badly and was never allowed to work in Hollywood ever again. This movie was made by and for toxic straight white men. It was. It was. But and a lot of movies at that time period were. Mm-hmm. But none of them, I think, were as abrasive about it as this one was. Well, at least none of them had a uh, a, a grown ass man crying because he couldn't get his dick wet inside a lesbian's pussy. I mean. Right. <laughs> I don't think I've seen one from the 2000s of a like this. So I I don't think I've seen a movie a, a mainstream movie, right? Mhm. Where somebody talks about their dick as much as Ben Affleck does in this. 
<laughs> like I don't I don't think I have. He talks no. about his dick a lot. There are at least three dick monologues in this movie. Mm-hmm. What is that? We get we get three dick monologues and one vagina monologue. Literally a vagina monologue. <laughs> and, and and not the enjoyable vagina monologues that you can see on stage. No, we get um JLo. Who, oh yeah, who, by the who, way, who, Roy, who how do you painful how, when she was delivering that whole monologue, she 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 looked. I don't think she was in pain because of the yoga. She was in pain because she was like, "I got to deliver these fucking lines." Okay, Roy, I, I just want to ask a question. How do you check your fingernails? Oh Jesus Christ, the fingernails <laughs> scene. Oh my God, two. I mean, three and three minutes and forty two seconds of them determining what Ben Affleck's Gili's sexuality is. Because of how he looks at his fingernails. And, and I'm excited, a false side or whatever this is. She's like, you sure you're not fruity in the booty? I'm like, oh, my God. Well, and that's the that's the other thing is she keeps um, questioning Ben Affleck's sexuality throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Like as a joke. Is it a joke? I don't know why it's in there. Me neither. Again, written by toxic straight white men. I mean, it's you could clearly tell that that's who wrote this film. And yeah, it's just. Be, it's, believe, it's bad. Believe the hype. This is one of the worst movies ever made. It really is. It is. And if you want to test your metal, <laughs> that would be the reason I would say to watch this movie. If you want to test yourself. Watch it's, this it's, movie. It is a test of endurance. I had to pause it three times, and this was the second time I've seen it. I had to pause it three times and take breaks because yes. of how bad it was. It's a, it's bad. It's bad. Can you survive Gili is my question. <laughs> there you go. That's the 2023 challenge. Can you survive Gili? Yes. <laughs> to celebrate the movie's 20th anniversary, can you survive Gili? That needs to be the new TikTok challenge right there. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You want to get Ben Affleck and Chalo canceled real quick? They didn't write the script. I don't care. They agreed to, to be in this movie. I really want a, I really want a documentary on the making of this thing. Like, I want to know how it was made. Like, I want Ben Affleck and JLo to defend themselves. Oh, I don't think Bartha. Bartha maybe could because he was a struggling actor and still at that point, but I don't think JLo and Ben Affleck can defend this, especially since whenever Kevin Smith wants to shut Ben Affleck up, all he has to do is look at him and say, Geely. And that sure. works, you know? Sure. But I want to know, like, can you come forward and say, you know, this is the reason we made it. This was the movie it was supposed to be. It was cut weird. There were there were studio notes. Like I want to know what happened here. Oh, I nobody think would have it, released this. I don't think it was cut weird. I think this is exactly how Martin Brett wanted to deliver this movie. And here's the thing: is that the guy who directed this movie has given us movies like Beverly Hills Cop and Midnight Run and Scent of a Woman. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, he was making. This movie, he was making an 80s movie with an 80s movie sensibility that dis- doesn't work in the 2000s. No. That's, no. that's I think, 
what it if you want to know what it is i think that's what it is you know you want to know what it is it's a piece of shit that's what it is it's two hours two hours and three minutes two hours and three minutes of pure shit and baywatch i go to baywatch and then it turns out baywatch is like you put it (laughs) it's the the set of american idol filming a music (laughs) video on the beach yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's it's yeah but again can you survive that's what i'm gonna ask can anyone out there survive Geely? If you can, right. let us know. We'll send you a copy of Geely. No, we won't. We'll, we'll, no, refund, we won't. we'll refund your movie ticket and send you a t-shirt that said, I survived Geely. We should look for those, <laughs> those t-shirts. See if anybody has them out there so we can get them for ourselves. <laughs> Well, for the month of May, we're definitely purging the shit that we saw this month uh, because we're we're doing the creme de la creme of cult. And I realize we definitely have a theme with May's uh, show because it's not only two films that are considered you know creme de la creme of cult films, but we're watching each one of them are watching one for the first time. You're watching The Room for the very first time and I'm watching mm-hmm. Repo Man for the very first time. It's so. a very sweet month because we've each bought each other the films that we're watching. Mm-hmm. So it's a very sweet month that we're having this month. Unlike the month we just had, which was sour. <laughs> it was a sour month. Uh, and um, I haven't had, I'm, at the time that this is coming out, Evil Dead Rise has not been released yet. So I haven't had a chance to see Evil Dead Rise, but I can say that I have seen Renfield and dear fucking God, don't, don't, don't fart around on this film. Renfield is better than I anticipated it was going to be. It is so much fucking fun. Um, Nicholas Cage is having an absolute blast in this film. Uh, Aquafina is great. Nicholas Holt is great as Renfield. And we get this unexpected uh, study of codependency in the film also nice. uh, that goes on. And um, I, I'm, I'm not going to reveal who because this character um, was not in the trailers whatsoever, which I think was the best thing to do because he turned out to be one of the most fun aspects of this film. Uh, but I will say if you are a fan of Ben Schwartz, prepare yourself because We're all fans have been there's no one on this earth <laughs> that is not a fan of Ben Schwartz because John Ralphio has no enemies I'm not going to tell you what his character is or anything but every scene Ben Schwartz is in he steals also how um, can how can everything he's in there's nothing that Ben Schwartz is in that he doesn't steal all every bit of it yeah he's phenomenal in this film so it's just overall just an absolute fun film um mario brothers mario brothers again another movie i didn't think was going to be any good and it turned out to be like the biggest happiest bowl of serotonin you can digest um so good so fun if if you grew up playing any of the mario brothers games you're going to have a blast with this uh jack black as bowser inspired casting just the musical number where he's singing the, like, um, well, Jack Black doing Meatloaf, singing a love song about Peach. Sure. I just, 
genius, genius, genius. Um, and so much fun. This is this is what the 1991 movie wanted to, or the the, the 93 movie wanted to be, but it couldn't be. Um, so many Easter eggs throughout this whole thing, and and then uh, the, uh, just just so much fun. And then Cocaine Bear is now available on Peacock. So if you haven't yeah. had a chance to see Cocaine Bear, you have that. You have the uncut version of Megan also available on Peacock. Oh, that was great. That was great. Very uh, good. Haven't had a chance to watch the remake of Cube yet, but I've heard that it manages to do the impossible. That it's actually yeah. some people are saying it's better than the original film. It's, it's ve- I watched it. It's very very good, and I'm a big fan of the Canadian movie Cube. <laughs> it's very <laughs> Canadian, um, and this movie does what Japanese movies do. So, or mm-hmm. was it Korean? It was Japanese. It was Japanese. It was yeah, Japanese. It, it, yeah. Yeah. This was just what they do so well, which is just because the thing that was awesome about Cube was what was left to the imagination when it was, you know, the, the original. And the thing about the, the the Japanese do is they're like, here's what we're not leaving to the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is very, very good. Um, could not suggest watching it more. And then uh, by the time this airs, Joe Bob Briggs will be back on the air. So Joe Bob Briggs will be back, baby. Just just one incredible month for if you are a genre film fan. This is an incredible. But oh, and of course, Dungeons and Dragons, which is oh, God. which no, right now nothing, my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, nothing. So. Nothing could have prepared me for how much I enjoyed it, and. Marvel could learn a thing or two from the um, fan service mm-hmm. that that movie served up because it deep lore like they went they were like, OK, well, this will be a happy, fun adventure film. And it is right for the most part. It is. A, it feels like playing D&D. Mm-hmm. But then they were dropping like deep Forgotten Realms second edition from 1997 lore in there. And I am losing my shit in the theater like. <laughs> smacking myself like like standing up like, losing my shit it's it was one of the best theater experiences i've had in a really long time and yeah michelle rodriguez's character that's me if i ever play dnd just like why don't you just use magic yeah you, know, you could just use magic to find out where it's at oh you you can't get it well use magic use magic to turn the light on what good is magic me. Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't you do you use magic why can't you just magic this <laughs> yeah, I mean, their 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 conversations were so much like the conversations that people have. Oh yeah, when they're playing the game. There's just I no mean, like like my the one that the one that struck me the most is I I am always playing the Chris Pine character, not necessarily the leader, but like trying to make plans. Like, okay, this is Plan A, this is Plan B, this is Plan C. Well, Plan C is just Plan A. Well, kind yeah, okay, but like. <laughs> So when he's going through all the plans, I'm like, yeah, I see this. I feel this so much. Oh, God, so much fun. Yeah. Very good. It's a great time to be a genre film fan. It really has. Hollywood seems to be finally listening to us, which I'm happy about. So let's let's hope the trend continues this year. So. All right, gang. Well, we will see you next month um, as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of The Room and I don't think this is an anniversary year for Repo Man, but hey, 
I keep hearing nothing but good things about this. It's I've so just good. never had a chance to to watch it. I'm finally going to get a chance to watch it. So looking forward we, to it. Also, we have a new Twitter space. It yes. is at it makes you strong. <laughs> yes, uh, we have uh, closed out uh, uh, our old one, which uh, was uh, these films exist because. Uh, it also looked very. I've noticed that whenever we spelled it out, it looked very naughty. Yes. The, these the uh, these film sexist is what it looked like. Yeah, it did like, look like the film sexist. <laughs> the film sexist. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> so we, we've closed down the film sexist. And yeah, it is now. It makes you strong. Um, and and now it is both of us contributing to it. So there's yes. sometimes I'll go there and I'm like, I didn't post that. And I'm like, oh, that's Andy that posted that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was me that posted the soundtrack to Lethal Protectors <laughs> with <laughs> Shepard and with Whoopi Goldberg. That's just a taste of what Netflixington is going to bring to you this year. <laughs> reviewing movie soundtracks from the 80s that you forgot existed you know at one point on this show we're probably going to have to do that as a double feature fatal beauty and perfect (laughs) oh 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 i think i think i feel like ben affleck did when she was talking about her two holes (laughs) (sighs) that's a gross movie like on top of everything like it couldn't pick a tone. It kept being a gross movie. Like it was a rom-com, but it was also a gross movie, but it was also a mobster movie, but it was also like a coming of age story. Like God, to pick a lane, at least do something right. <laughs> you did nothing right. It fell on purpose. It did feel on purpose, right? Like it, it felt like it felt like a revenge hit for something. <laughs> Like the director, somebody wronged him, and he was like, I have a 70, $70 million budget. I'm going to use that to make this. Hey, Al Pacino, you're in a straight gangster movie. This is Jackie Brown, but instead of instead of uh, Foster and uh, or Forrester and uh, oh, what's her name? What's her name? God damn it. God damn it. Cleopatra Jones, help me. Oh, Pam Greer. Yeah, thank you. And Pam Greer, it's 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 J Lo and Ben Affleck. He's like, oh, okay, I can work with that. Um, <laughs> just really did, just went in on this movie and decided to to make a disaster film. And it, <laughs> God, this movie. Hashtag survive. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go watch good movies this month. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go now. Watch some good ones. Yeah. Well, I'm well, with it. The, well. The room I would put ice taluses around the word good. Good. Sure. <laughs> but sure, I'm with you. All right, gig. We'll see you next month. All right, bye, y'all.
lucky time.